Yo, 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 baby, welcome back to another episode of Football Without Hesitation. I am your host, Oz. Here we are talking San Jose Earthquakes, Major League Soccer, all that beautifulness, baby. And, uh, yeah, as you can tell by the sound of my voice, the Quakes are doing pretty all right. They're on a three-game winning streak. And, yeah, it feels good. That last uh, they beat Vancouver 3 to nothing. Looked really good, looked dominating, and no matter, doesn't matter if the pitch is falling apart under their feet, they're still figuring out a way to do it. Um, so yeah, anyway, let's get into that real quick before we get into this episode. The Right now, the San Jose Earthquakes currently sit in 7th place in the Western Conference at 20 points, uh, right above Colorado, Colorado just had their match on October 10th postponed with Galaxy because another one of their players tested positive for COVID, and that's just the times we live in. Um, Yeah, this is actually a really unique pregame show. I don't really do these right before before, uh, the Quakes play, but yeah, this is the Quakes play later this evening. I'm recording. It's 1.30 right now, so... It's right before the Quakes play. They take on Portland tonight. It's a huge test. Like I said, they were just on this little winning streak. But, uh, yeah, they are in seventh place because of that three-game winning streak against currently at sitting at 20 points right behind LAFC and FC Dallas, who's, who have 21 points currently. Um, yeah, so a win against Portland as miraculous or or – or yeah, or not like, not going to happen. What the fuck's the word? <laughs> Trying to sound smart and shit. Um, as unlikely. There we go. There we go. That's the smart word I was trying to find. So as unlikely as a win in Portland is, um, a win would be huge. A, and at this point, even a point. Again, Colorado's not going to play. Houston lost yesterday to uh, Miami. What do you call? I'm calling them the flamingos because I don't know if they're fl- Inter, what they are, Inter Miami CF. All right, dude, I'm calling them the flamingos. They got flamingos on their fucking thing. It's fucking dope. Uh, so anyway, the flamingos who look really fucking good, by the way. Where are they? Where are they at? They are in eleventh place. Um, but dude, Iguain just can do some things that ah fire like i've said before in mls the uh, just the rosters aren't that strong all the way across the league so one really good player can can change a lot for a team um and just seeing Iguain just fucking pretty much just having fun that's what it would look cool he was just having fun having his way doing whatever he wanted on the pitch yesterday uh against houston so uh, that was a that was a good match. That was cool. I, I I didn't get you don't get to see East Coast that much, but anyway. So Houston is yeah they're sitting there at nineteen points, eighth place, a, a point for San Jose would keep them in this little pack here that's just trying to hang on to that final playoff spot, just like the San Jose Earthquakes that we are used to. They're they're going to have to at best or not at best, but more than likely going to have to fight for that one of those final two playoff spots if they have a shot. They they have a pretty tough schedule coming up. 
And it all starts tonight with Portland. Let's get into that. It all starts tonight with Portland. Fuck. <laughs> as much as I am excited about how the team is playing, um, Portland is a team that is just as confident, that is playing just as good. And like I've said in the past, they they have a better roster. The team is just better from um, in a lot of places, in most places, let's be honest. And that's fucking scary. They've already... They beat the Quakes 6-1 to one already, which was a franchise record or team record, whatever, for Portland. Um, Grant, of course, that was, you know, the fires, everything. The Quakes could not find a time, it seemed, to practice and get themselves worked out and get their chemistry going. Um, but a confident, good Portland team versus a confident San Jose Earthquakes team they beat them seven out of ten times um and i'm i don't know but that doesn't mean it's some, not some throwaway it's not like it's impossible granted uh, the quakes have never won in providence park but it's not impossible i this is i've said it before this is still a team that especially the way they're playing right now I am very con. They can take on anybody. They can play with anybody in the league when they're playing like this. It's just, it's when they play the better teams, it's a coin flip of whether they can compete with them or whether the other team just imposes their will on them and just, because again, Portland is just so offensively minded, so aggressive and, the Quakes are so shaky on defense right now. Grom's in Georgia. That everybody's, you know, several players are hurt. And if they get if they get speed, if they get confidence, it, it's gonna be a fucking shooting gallery at fucking Marcinkowski. I'm assuming it's still gonna be Marcinkowski. Why would you change? Um, and and this is that was my big concern with. You know, getting into that real quick. Obviously, Marcinkowski has been a dramatic improvement over Daniel Vega. And, but, and, and part of his, I'm sure his play, that confidence in your keeper kind of reverberates throughout the pitch and gives everybody else confidence. But I'm, I'm still, I don't know, maybe I just want to be proven right for some fucking dark-ass reason, but I'm still concerned as to how is the young kid going to fare when he's down three to nothing 20 minutes in? Is he going to still remain confident? Is he still going to have that ability to be like, hey, look, we can come back. We can come back, and even if I lose this six to nothing, I'll be back tomorrow, and we're going to win the next match. Or is the reality of him being you know, with a, a team with a depleted defense going to really deplete his own confidence. I'm curious. And that, again, that's really what I, and I don't want the, the Quakes to get their ass kicked. I really would not, I would rather figure that out in a friendly, you know, they play Sevilla or some shit and Marcinkowski lets five through and then we'll see how he reacts. Um, but I don't know. I'm, I'm curious. 
because that could be a really good turning point. He could really come out and be like, you know what? Fucked up, but I'm your starting keeper. I'm going to make this better. That won't happen again. And he could rally the troops and 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 really push them. Or really the, the youth and inexperience can really show. Um, and I, I, I don't know. I, I've, I'm confident. I don't give a fuck. Um, the Quakes, they've been scoring a lot. They've been scoring a lot. And Wanda, this is what I, in the in this three-game winning streak, which included, again, a three-to-nothing three victory against Vancouver, Wando hasn't scored. There's been penalties, there's been set pieces, there's been all these different types of goals, and Wando hasn't scored in any of them. And to me, that is, when you look at the San Jose Earthquakes, that's a big uh, marker, you know. Are they doing good? Yes. How how much of the offense per, offensive production has been Chris Wondolowski? Has he been scoring 80% of the goals in the last five minutes of the match? Because that just shows kind of a desperate team that's getting lucky. But it's been they've been spreading it around. They've been spreading it around. And that to me is is exciting. And that shows again Espinoza, I think he's third in the league in assists. Or it might be something like third league in assists in the last two months or some shit like that. And anyway, Espinosa's getting assists. That's what he was paid here to do. I, I've, I've seen some people complain online or make fun of him that his inability to score. Um, he wasn't brought here to be a goal scorer. He wasn't signed for all that money to be a goal scorer. He was he was brought in to be to fling the ball in from the wing and get some assists from that side. And he's doing that. We can't expect him to score 12, 15 goals in the season. That's not going to be Christian Espinosa. And if Christian Espinosa is for some reason scoring 15 goals a season, either the Quakes are having a spectacular season or they're having a really tough season. And for some reason, their winger or is fucking scoring more than, than he should. Um, but anyway, Espinosa is doing... So that, that's where I... That, I, I that confidence, a confident Quakes team is a really difficult opponent for anybody in the league, even though, like I said, some rosters are just better than them. Some rosters are just built better, and, and it pains me to say that as a Quakes fan because I love this team so much, but it's just a reality of the mo modern league is some teams have figured it out. Either they figured it out or they have ambitious leadership that really believes that, you know, bringing success to the pitch is going to do something in the long run. Whatever it may be. Um, but still with that, with, but again, having Matias Almeida, having the types of players that he's created or brought in sometimes, um, I am fully confident in this uh, this team's ability to beat teams who have stronger rosters than them. You know, do I think in the long run that's how the Quakes should should keep going? Fuck no, <laughs> fuck no. You are you represent the tenth largest city in the United States. There is only one other professional sports team in town. I mean, 
the Bay Area is really one big thing, but South Bay, San Jose, it's just the Sharks down there. You represent one of the fastest growing leagues in the world in again in that city one whose downtown is about to be reshaped by google one of the largest companies in the world and you know there that's just one project of seems to be like an endless amount of projects that are happening in and around downtown san jose around the stadium there's a buzz in San Jose. There's a buzz around Major League Soccer. And this team needs to capitalize on that. This ownership needs to capitalize on that. If not, they need to sell the team to somebody that will. Because, yeah, this was a cute investment 15 years ago. But at this point, this these are serious franchises that, that people expect more from. 15 years ago, MLS was where you could take your kids to a professional sporting event and not have to worry, you know, about the madness and craziness that goes down. I'm not saying that a modern Major League Soccer stadium is some kind of madhouse, some kind of fucking Green Street hooligans and shit. I mean, it's still very much a family-friendly environment, but the core group of fans now expect a lot more in return for for their investment they're still going to take their kids there but it's no longer like okay go there spend 200 bucks on food and come back and the team fucking is shit like no if i'm going to do all that i want to be able to show off to my fucking friends and shit that my team is great i want to be able to show off that the stadium is an awesome place and in order for do that to do that the front office needs to invest in the team anyway there we go that's my soapbox for this episode uh, <laughs> but anyway i mean i i believe it i i believe that the quakes can do it um fuck and if you do i mean i don't know I don't know. I can't, I guess I want to be, oh, if you do, you're showing the league something. No, because this show, this team has shown it can win six, seven, eight in a row and then go right back to losing nine in a row just as quick. Um, but I, I'm, I'm really excited to see what, what can happen. Um, you beat Portland. And then your your confidence really really skyrockets, and dude, but how how do you be? I mean, I keep reading every. I want to find some article on Portland that's like, man, fucking Ebovisi didn't sleep well or some shit, you know? <laughs> something to be like this. This team is not, but this is a team that's hungry that wants to prove that they are contenders for MLS Cup and that people should take them seriously. And what better way to, to prove that than to quiet uh, one of the one of the weaker teams that's trying to make a movement, that's trying to show that like our strange little way of playing soccer can keep up with the big dogs. What better way? So, I mean, psh- and I know the I know Portland's talking about that. Like, dude, these guys with their little fucking chasing us, man, marking style, 
trying to score with a 38-year-old f- uh, forward. 38. Poor Wando. Wando's like, oh, you know, Wando's 38. Anyway, it's going gonna, it's gonna to be tough. It's going to be a tough test, which how many times can I say that in 20 minutes, you know? <laughs> uh, I don't know. I mean, shit. You even with all the scoring, fuck, man. I'm just like, if they had a a better striker or somebody with that final ability. I mean, Vaco's honestly a lot better than people give him credit for. I think there's just too much expected out of Vaco, and he doesn't sometimes doesn't have the pieces around him. It seemed like, especially when Erickson was gone. Erickson could somehow feed him the ball and, yeah, and be strong enough on the ball to to really work with him. But um, Andy Rios just ain't it. I'm sorry. And I know he's got maybe three goals this season, and one of them was a penalty. Um, One of them, I think, was the first game of the season. He scored that ridiculous one at the the end to either tie or win the match. And... um, but I don't know for for the minutes. I I don't see it. I know who's in his hurt, and he probably I don't. He may have been hurt for a while. That's probably why he was off. You know, your your fucking core's not feeling right, and everything's not right. Um, but I I don't know, and I, I it's tough because you can't even say, oh, that's that's what you got to do in in the off season. That's that's who you got to sign in the winter. Because there's so many fucking holes in this team, or so many potential—I mean, not holes—so much potential for growth, or so much potential for improvement. And and it doesn't matter if you if you score more goals. So fucking what? The the goal differential is negative sixteen. Who the fuck cares if you score? If you again, who cares? scares who cares if if your team had 10 more goals the goal differential would still be negative six you'd still be a team that's struggling defensively if you had negative six it put you at one of the worst goal differentials in the western conference you know um so yeah so and then if you go out and you you (laughs) that's what sucks also the, the league being so young you you sign a really good defender and a lot of people don't, they're, you know, they're going to be like, what the fuck? Well, you know, again, there's no stats. I'm trying to get out. Sorry for fucking fumbling my way through there. <laughs> I guess I was trying to say, I'm not trying to say that, that American soccer fans are not aware. But some of the newer fans or some of the more casual fans might see a big center back signing, see a big number spent. And then when the season starts, they're like, this motherfucker to have no assists no goals what is this um so yeah so that might people are like what, what's going on but it'd be like dude if you look at that goal differential it's getting better i don't know i wish i wish i had some magic you know some list be like, all right on defense these are the three or four guys that should go after would fit into that i'm not gonna go i mean i yeah there's just too many fucking players out there um anyway, I definitely 
definitely just wanted to get an episode in right before this, a little pregame for tonight's match against Portland. If Quakes, Quakes can get, somehow squeeze a point out of uh, that match. It keeps them again in this in this little playoff hunt, and it also goes to show that this this winning streak is is kind of here to stay. And then and the the quakes of that couldn't figure themselves out, that couldn't get their chemistry right, are kind of gone for the bidnet. So we'll see, we'll see. I I, I have faith. I, I again, I fully expect Marcinkowski to be back in back in goal. Um. Fuck, we'll, we'll see. <laughs> we'll see. Anyway, Oz here, Football Without Hesitation. Thanks for listening. Reach out to me if you want to, uh, yeah, if you want to reach out, say something at FWH Podcast or Oz at SaladBites.com. It's O-Z at SaladBites, B-Y-T-E-S dot com. Reach out to me. Ask me some questions. Tell me, what the fuck, dude, you were wrong here. You're a fucking idiot. Tell me, you need to talk about this some more. How do I... How do I do this? How to do that? Uh, yeah, reach out, man. Reach out. I still, there's still a lot to talk about this team. Always, every week. I'm loving it. Again, good luck, Quakes tonight against Portland. We'll see. We'll catch y'all next week, hopefully, with some positive news. Peace.